Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. This is the Flogcast for round 23, the last round of the season. Fifey joined by Penal. Hi there. Dan. Dan's turncoded to Essendon. Ant. That was actually German for save Moomer. <laughs> and rejoining us after his week off with the sniffles, Teach. What the fuck is going wrong with that, Dan? It sounded like you're a fucking Nazi. Are you feeling better, Teach? Oh, just. You had a bit um, of the sniffles, you're in bed, you had your soup and your jammies and a bit of a cough, a bit of a, 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 a sniffle. I've still got, still got a bit of the cough. But um, you fuckers, you need to get your report cards handed out to you because you were very, very bad children last week. Well, not and, me. I wasn't on last week. No, not Dan. You get but, an F uh, for not showing up. No, Ant, I'm going to give you B minus because um, you were okay, but you just managed to keep up to the normal standard, even though you were a cheeky bastard. I have to give Fifey a B because um, he was just just regular and he didn't do anything normal. Hadouken, who is not with us, he gets a D minus <laughs> because the stupid fucker he wants to give this constant commentary about Geelong when he doesn't even watch their games. So D minus for, for Hadouken. I'll give Paddles a D. Pad showed us some goo. That was, that was he like had his a bit first, of passion. Yeah, first show back. back. Was, I, I thought awesome. he was worth an A plus. Yeah. You didn't even know he was there. <laughs> he was oh. like, um, That's like half an hour in you thought, is he still on? You, you did that because he didn't sing, didn't you? No, he didn't do a thing. So, B for paddles, lack of effort. Hey. I'll give Bender a C. You know, he, he kind of turned up. He contributed a bit, but he didn't go up or down. So, you know. He was on for even less than paddles than you've given him a C. Bender gets a C. And. How do and, you rate Matrox's performances last week, Teach? Well, Matrox he was there the whole time. He was going to He was. He was going to say something. We just wait for Teach to tell him. What do you think? Matrox and and our main protagonist, Poonal. You've already e voted for Poonal. E minus. E minus. E minus. Is that possible? E minus. It's like the lowest grade you can get without failing. Can you get an F plus? <laughs> yes. Just fucking hopeless. Oh. Mouthing off against Geelong as he usually does, and um, he de deserves to get just smacked in the face. And and. That means detention in almost 2003 uh, detention class with a couple of planes across the arse. And no no one's going to be there to save watching you. over him. No, get fucked. Teach, you just 
trying to be an attention whore, trying to appeal to the bogan South Australian <laughs> crowd, which is your main demographic. Yeah, give a, give a shout-out to your South Australian fans, Teach. <laughs> I didn't know I had South Australian Yeah, what's this, what's this South Australian sort of thing? Well, Geelong's teach. on the way there, isn't it? Didn't know they were there until he was not there. <laughs> they come out of the woodwork, where's, where's the Teach? It's just not the oh, same without him, yeah. eh? Fuck, huh? <laughs> Yeah, I, I get my Winnie Blues out and my V. Sorry, West End. Well, fuck no one's the gonna, no one's going to turn up to the flogcast when the TG isn't there. Let's face it, you know. Good. You all just turn up and you crap on and you. It's just no good without me. We crap so, on yet. This is the longest intro we've had all year. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll move on to our first game. And since Teach has been handing out grades, I reckon it's time for the rest of us to hand out grades. What do we rate Bartel's dive out of ten? Lindsay Thomas-like. I was going to say, I rate it 9 Lindsay's out of 10. It was worse than Lindsay Thomas. I mean, there was no contact with Bartell at all. Lindsay got pushed in the back, Bartell didn't. I mean, that's the worst dive I've ever seen. Embarrassing. I feel that the fact that Bartell dived was as concerning as Geelong's youth. It made me think, maybe HodgePodge was right all along. Jeez. <laughs> you can't go back from saying that. People archive that snippet the minute he hears it. <laughs> Fuck off, well, well, like I said on the bay, that was shitful, and um, I wasn't happy with it. One iota. Nah, shouldn't have done it. This week, yep, got nothing. So, shit on us. I thoroughly enjoyed that uh, Geelong player playing his fourth game, managing to kick it out on the full by about 40 metres. Uh, I'm not sure who else saw that, but that was quite an incredible effort. Like, it's harder What's his to... name? I, I don't even know. It just escapes me because he's such an irrelevant player, unlike, say, Will Langford, who was best on ground. So oh, shut up! Long, full of irrelevant players. I can't even remember the guy's name. Talking about irrelevant players. How about um, Struggler? Did he play? He yeah, was amazing. Played. He had a he won the game for us in the final quarter. But I thought Langford won the game for you. It was a team effort. See, that's the great thing about Hawthorne. Just a, such a oh, balanced team. What about what about dude. the um, efforts of Divopolo? You were just very lucky that Geelong's concerning youth i.e. their umpires, got a bit of big stage um, stage fright and disappeared in the first quarter and the third. You know, they disappeared at crucial points of the game when, and Hawthorne capitalised on that. Well, look, let's just talk to, talk about the game as it was because it's just exactly like Geelong's season has exactly petered out. It's they, they, they can play a great couple of quarters and they just cannot keep it up. And uh, it's happened... A game and game again, and it happened again, and um, and Hawthorne took advantage of it. Hawthorne are the kind of team that can play a full four-quarter game, and that's why they got over Geelong easily. They just, uh, you know, they kicked 10 goals in a row, and, you know, they're, they're one of the contenders in Geelong art. It's concerning that they could kick 10 goals in a row in Geelong. Well, they're just, they're just that good. They can do it. Kirsten out injured as well is a big blow for Geelong because now they have to bring in a more concerning young player to replace him. Whoever well, it, it won't is. matter. It won't matter because there's only three teams that can win it: Sydney, Fremantle. How good are Fremantle looking right what, now? What about North? What about North? No, no, no. The, I'm not getting back on that bandwagon, Dan. There's this bloody corpses and charred ruins. I'm afraid of dead people. Yeah, uh, now I wonder why the South Australians like you so much. <laughs> I can't go back homicide you're doing. 
Don't, don't get arrested. Don't get arrested. The, the bandwagon in the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> the barrel wagon. We need that X Files music back again. So Hawthorne. And you're doing your psycho killer. Ha- yeah, laughing. <laughs> I bet you most Geelong fans are wishing they'd kept a hold of Oren Stevenson on their list, just a mature body to play up forward now that Kirsten's out, just to provide a chop out for Hawkins. You're so fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, you know what Hawkins just went? Did you say chop? <laughs> well, that's not enough to get Hawkins' attention, it's got to be plural. Yeah, I heard um, Hawkins wants to be traded to Carlton because he's hearing about all these cow. barbecues. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, anything else on Geelong and Hawthorne? It was a pretty good game, though. By their standards, it was actually quite lacklustre. Nah, well, Hawthorne, uh, they're just the real deal. It's Hawthorne, Frio, or Sydney. One of those three. Yeah, did you see that bit of rough play that um the well-named player Roughhead did to Selwood? No, Selwood did to Roughhead. Come on. No, nah, the other way around. Uh, yeah, Roughhead mean... came at him with his neck and just slammed him in the elbow. <laughs> it was just horrible. I've never seen anything like that before in my life. Poor, poor Selwood. Save Selwood. Yeah, <laughs> what a fucking asshole. Roughhead is doing that. Jesus. Why would you do that to a duck? Yeah, exactly. Hey, we know that Roughhead's a bit of a shady character. Remember, he's going to track down Paul Ruse on <laughs> Goose Request, so, you know. But yes, Penal, before we move on from that game, you heard something interesting about what Chris Scott said about that game. Yeah, I noticed uh, Chris Scott, after the game, in his presser, he said that was mission accomplished. Geelong got what they came for out of the night, which is uh, quite uh, interesting. Normally, you don't come for a 60-point turnaround. You don't come to have 10 goals in a row kicked on you. So uh, if that was a mission, well, yeah, that mission went well for him. Indeed, and we've compiled the top five missions that went even better than that one. So number five, teach. Chappelle Corby's transportation of weed to Bali. Number four, penal. Tiger Boys' attempt to change a tyre. Number three, ant. Um, teachers. <coughs> I'm sick. Excuse. I was oh. fucking sick, you cunt. <laughs> Sure, you sick. really didn't want to come on ahead of Geelong Hawthorne. And number two, Essendon's flight plan and injection program. And number one, Dan. Uh, Boomer's uh, questionable defence at the tribunal hearing. What was that defence? Can we just can we just go over that real quickly because we missed that part oh, last week. I think you better ask Ant because I didn't follow it. Hashtag save Boomer. Hashtag yes. save Boomer. That that was trending. <laughs> Um, we had the live report from Sonny of Reap, a well-known North Melbourne oh, supporter and member. <laughs> yeah, so it was quite an interesting night. Um, we've learnt that uh, Robbo stole Caro's Listerine. Um, <laughs> we'll come to Reap's account of the events later, but how about the actual defence itself? Because that was pretty funny. Uh, one of them was that when it was put to Boomer that he was elbowing him in the neck, Boomer's response was, if I was going to do that, I would have put my whole body weight behind it. So he wanted to kill him. He wanted to push up off the ground was Boomer's excuse. He admitted to throwing him over his back. No, he said he he said that Pickens slid up his back. <laughs> like a snake. Like a snake, defying gravity. <laughs> after like he shrugged his little shoulders. He jumped like he was Jimmy Bartell. Pretty yeah. much. I mean, Boomer's story was riddled with inconsistencies. It was Suze-esque defence, wasn't it? It was almost it as was. if they took the game plan to Suze for the tribunal like they do on match day. I think Boomer was reported to have said, yeah, I did something stupid, but pick and bullied me into it, so it's his fault. <laughs> this was not awesome, cool or grouse. No. But he, he didn't say sorry, so maybe that's maybe that's, that's Suze-esque as well. No, he didn't say sorry, and he didn't hand back the car either. But Boomer said, 
said, even though I was a bit stupid, I'm not as stupid as uh, Damien Hardwick for playing Troy Chaplin as a defender when he's clearly a midfielder. <laughs> and then um, I think um, his wife got onto Twitter as well and said something about... Did she really? Yes, she did. She said, people live in glass houses shouldn't be throwing stones. And then she was also rumoured to say, you're going to eat that. <laughs> anyway, let's stick to North's game, which, well... They tried to north it up at a few times, but then Pods decided to even it out in that last quarter with a couple of brain farts. You were going for north, Pods. Oh, I, absolutely I was, but it was frustrating to see them not put them away a few times. Ah, uh, really Drew Petrie should've... said no the moment he kicked two. Never... <laughs> I thought he should have been subbed when Brown went off, then he had a blistering last quarter. Which, just on the last quarter, what did you think of Swallow's last quarter, Dan? Uh, immense. Yeah, he stepped Very up to a Nick Maxwell level oh, he, of leadership, well, didn't he? Oh, did he point? Oh, yeah, he pointed. He, he pointed his way to victory. Yeah, that was... He'd look after some grass. <laughs> he stood in space, he pointed, he said, and we won. Well hey, done, did, did, What about the double-fisted punch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that was magnificent playing the loose man dropping in the hole. Maxwell would have been so proud. He also had time to pose for a photo whilst putting on his glove as well. <laughs> Zeeble had a pretty decent four-quarter game playing out of the fourth line too. He 20 and forward. Mm. Four goals, five. He could have kicked six or seven, really. But, yeah, a lot of teams needed North to win, and they did it. Never in doubt. The North didn't choke. No, they didn't. Um, the Crows no, North this week, and Dangerfield, well, he definitely didn't do a Nick Maxwell as captain. Uh, he was nowhere to be seen after quarter time. I think he had something like three possessions after half time. Six disposals after quarter time, I think. That is abysmal. So, mm. so where is all the onus now, Fifey? Where is all the onus? Well, we're going to come to that game later, but if we if we must, if we're finished on North and Adelaide, are we finished? Or do we have more? Um, that was the game of the round. That was a good game down at um, North's spiritual home of Hobart. I didn't go. You didn't go? No. <laughs> Yeah, why would you go to a Tassie game? It's not like it's a local game like, you know, the other week for Fifey. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it was a good game, but the Crows really fucked it once again. Are they out now, or can they still make the... No, they can make it. They got some killed next week. They can absolutely make it. But as Teach hinted, it's over if Richmond win after beating St Kilda. It did it pretty easy. Six goals in about the first 15 minutes and from there, cruised for the most part. Which did was you let them back in? Of course I went. And oh. how was the Tiggy train? The Tiggy train was nice. It was, yeah, Jake King was driving it this week. Ah, uh, um, so you are on the Tiggy train because you just admitted how it was. You've, I've just tricked you into saying, yes, you're on the Tiggy, 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 tiggy you train. You can't not be on the Tiggy train when there's one game to go and it's in your own hand. You've got to jump on the train, otherwise it'll leave you at the station. So, so you're, you've jumped on the bandwagon right at the end. Yeah, that's exactly how you're supposed to do it at Richmond because <laughs> if you I, jump I, on too early you're, you're a suit you're a Richmond supporter though all Richmond supporters jump on too early then get all no, angry when you fail the stupid ones do the ones who know better know to wait until the very end very last moment so everyone else jumps on and you wait till the very end yep I'm hanging on to the caboose that's very fickle of you Fifey Richmond's results are fickle think about where they've come from I mean I'd be in Fifey's boots I'd do exactly the same thing but, no, you uh, wouldn't. you'd jump on the bandwagon and jump off again and then jump on and jump, jump off. Jump on some other team's bandwagon. That's what you'd do. And then oh, tell us all how you tipped it no, differently and we're all in your tipping comp. Get I fucked. want you Get in fucked. my tipping comp because I'd fucking kick his head in all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're nothing like Fifey. <laughs> anyway, no, we were impressive. I think it's lining up nicely. And You played St Kilda. You let St Kilda keep 10 goals. Yeah, and we cantered for most of the game. 
50 points up and took the foot off the gas. Yeah, that's not impressive. We didn't need the percentage. Well, I know, but that's not impressive. You did, you maybe you got... Yeah, the impressive wins gear. came in the weeks before against Essendon and the Crows. But you just said you're impressive against the Saints. That is oh. very diggy trainish. Well, where you get deluded I'm talking about the first yellow and blackish. when the game was up for grabs and we fucking blew them away. No, but the game was should, up for grabs, you you're playing the, the bottom team. Because uh, if West Coast win and or if Adelaide win next week, they will jump you on percentage because... Yeah, but we couldn't catch them unless we beat St Kilda by 20 goals what? and they beat what results? Kick. What results have to happen this week in order for Richmond to finish ninth? One of West Coast Adelaide wins, and the other loses, and we lose. Just, if Richmond beats Sydney, aren't they just in? Yes, correct. Yeah, but n- now they have to beat Sydney. Whereas if they had sort of amassed a better percentage over the we course couldn't. of a couple of weeks, it was not mathematically plausible to do. Well, you'd like it if, if Richmond beats Sydney, bitch, because then you yeah. go top. No, they won't. They, um, that won't happen either. No, we're aiming for ninth, teacher. <laughs> I'm talking about Hawthorne. Oh, I don't give no. a shit about Hawthorne, man. See, no, not every you go to the team game. is good enough to beat St Kilda by 145 points, I guess. Only the best team can do that. Oh, fucking goo. Let's move on because I think we're done on that game and we will come to Richmond-Sydney later. We'll go to, well, Collingwood limped home with three on the bench. Yeah, the, the, uh, the media Giants nearly condemned Fig Jam really to the Coach Killers Hall of Fame. It was disappointing not to see him end up there. Well, I guess it makes it more exciting for next week because there's another team that could potentially make the eight. Yeah, but they, for them the to make the eight, they have really to beat Hawthorne. Out. The media was disgusting. Being so brave <laughs> and having no rotations and just beating GWS. For yeah, like. I don't think McCaffrey can win the Brownlow now, to be honest. No, I think you're right, Dan. <laughs> The fucking media need to pull their head in because when Hawthorne played GWS earlier this year, our injury list was longer than what Collingwood's is right now. Good. We've been missing out is there a ring about Hawthorne this week? Yeah. Yeah. You've had your chance to go. There's only so much to You decided to make fun of Teach, so too late and penal. The media quite rightly stuck the boot into Hawthorne, and yet when Collingwood beat GWS by the same margin that Hawthorne beat him, everything's about how fucking great and great. Their injury list is longer than yours was. Don't make shit up. You, you throw names like Spanger on your injury list. And the other thing is, Collingwood are no, shit no, and your I'm team isn't. Up. Yeah, that's another I'm, thing. I'm backing up. Collingwood are never, we're always a mediocre team. Penal's exactly right. Penal's right because it's exactly the Sucking same thing. Sucking up to the, the goo, are you, mm. Teach? Yeah, you, no, you want no, some goo. Them. You so I, I hate the goo, goo teach. I hate the goo, but uh, <laughs> no, you love the goo. You no, know, he's right. He's right. I mean, all you're telling us later last week. You're you know in the bathroom, hucking up all your goo. Shut up, shit head. <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden it's uh, yeah. Collingwood is so brave and so amazing. Not as brave as Jimmy Bartel playing through all those booze. So brave. Fucking hell! <laughs> I'm just trying to back up. You know, I'm just trying to back up a fellow vlogcaster here, and you. You cunts are coming at me. Stop injury tro- trolling the teach, guys. Mm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. The other thing out of that game, I reckon the Giants probably just a bit tired. They had to beat Melbourne without a bench the week before and the players couldn't back it up. But anything else on that? I didn't watch the game and I couldn't give a shit about Collingwood. You really? Yeah, this game's kind of irrelevant. I don't think... I think Collingwood are the worst place to make the eight out of everyone in the running, so... I won't but, make it. Oh, make it. that's a shame. Given who they've got next week, they won't make it. Sadly. <laughs> Sadly. Hawthorne will actually pants them. Sadly, I reckon Essen. Hawthorne's going to make it, though. Sadly, yes. Oh, you reckon? For fuck's no, sake. No, Petrie kicked five goals on Lake. They're not making the eight. You're a fucking genius, Ant. Jesus. Can't, you know. Sadly, 
Sadly, yes. we just interrupted you again. Yes. Is Pipey going to go watch Hawthorne Collingwood? Drew Petrie no. said Hawthorne are not playing finals. <laughs> I'm just going to cut all this out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sadly for everyone, Essendon did book a finals berth. It looked like they weren't for a second there. It would have been glorious to see them drop the last two. Who did they out. play? They played the Suns. The Suns were in front the last then quarter. Then they play the Waters then, next, the next week, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. They, no, that's who they play in the off-season, I think, right after they play Justice Middleton again. But yes, they won't make it past the first week. No, it would have been nice to see them lose this one, but then Bomber Thompson threw a coaching move, threw Hurley up forward, and he took the Suns apart like they were a cab driver. Oh, <laughs> so... Mr. Hurley, please play your fair. <laughs> no, don't hit me. Sound like a vendor from the GTA game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't do a very good Indian accent that moment. No, that was pretty piss poor. I'm sorry. You need to read more of Sandeep's threads. Anything else on that game? Essendon booked their spot. The The Messiah is back. We'll mention him in passing because, you know, James... Yeah, he went back to work today, didn't he? Can't go without being mentioned, Jimmy. So brave. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the media Million dollar there. paycheck. To go Bomber to didn't want to meet with him. Didn't he go back to the office at about 3 o'clock in the morning? That was the word. That he was back to work at 3 o'clock in the morning. No, there's a picture on the main AFL page. He obviously tipped them off if the media were there waiting for him at 3am. Typical. But if that's everything we've got on that game, Cronulla were offered deals in relation to that. Cronulla were offered deals that Wider looks like coming in over the top, but Essendon were not, so... No. Will Essendon get the same kind of deal, though? No, they were not offered those deals. If they did, they should just take it and run. James won't let that happen. James it's like a shortcut out of a shitty maze that they're in. They're just going to be stuck in there for a very, very yeah, long time. Yeah, but James a already saying they're going to have to uh, ratify the rugby deal. So. James ain't pleading guilty, man. Yeah. Oh, no, he's Gold, too the golden boy can, selfish cannot be guilty. smeared with dirt like Lindsay Thomas. That's racist. <laughs> Can't say that, fucking. We'll move on to, well, their season's over, so... It doesn't really matter so much, but how funny was it to see Carlton get rolled by 103 points? Uh, umpires, yeah. umpires cost them the game, Fikey. Did they really? Oh, yeah. They were atrocious. Did you get that from Plugger or from... No, uh, it's from my own observation. They've been fucking Carlton all year. Frank Costa paid off the umpires because he does it for Geelong games. Mm-hmm. It was him. Robbie Gray is a jet day. He yeah, he had a good he had a good night. I'll tell you who looked like having a good night early as well. Jared Waite is playing himself into... A potential contract? No, 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 <laughs> no! Please, no, oh, yes. no! Yes. no. Someone, no. Someone's going to make no. the ultimate crazy Vossy move no. at the end of the year, whether it's Melthouse or Brad Scott. And no, take oh, Jerry please, please. Well, And do you reckon? You reckon North are going to make a bitch for That's exactly what I'm fearing. North are I don't want that up to, to their necks on Jared Waite. We do he not will, need thirty-odd injury-prone spastics like him <laughs> on. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> besides, they've, they've already promised 500k to Higgins, so... Yeah. Oh, Carlton have offered that, haven't they? I don't care who offers it, as long as we get that band one compo. I w- actually, Higgins, I wouldn't mind, because he's I actually rate him, he's a good player, but I don't want... Wait, wait. I reckon North would Surely be... You don't reckon North oh, potentially, gonna you're going to be fucked either way. You don't reckon North are going to offer way the contract, do you? I hope not, but that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Lol North. That would be absolutely... It's funny, if that happened. But, uh, oh, you'll be laughing, but I won't. No, I know. No premiership. Well, no, I won't be laughing. No premiership because, you. know, I, I, I've, um, I've got to get a new uh, North bandwagon up and running next week, next year. Anyway. And if, if weight's on it, then it's going to fucking crash and burn again. Oh, uh, no, it's potentially no. going to be like 5% better. If weight's on it, he'll do something stupid and crash it, like um, screw the tyres on poorly, like Tiger Boys, and it'll... <laughs> 
explode because that's, hey, that's what White does. Brain that's farts. A, that's the problem with Jared White. What we've seen in the last what three or four weeks, you don't get that for the full year. You get injuries. Don't you even get, get it for three or four weeks normally. And you get stupid suspensions, like he takes his um, his boot off and attacks someone with the spikes or something like that. Gilmore. Yeah, anything else on that? Port, Port were looking back to form, but Carlton were basically a set of witches hats, so it's hard so to... So was that basically Port playing well, or just Carlton being had shit? had to be a bit of both. I think Port got what they wanted against Carlton, and they just buried them as they can do to teams. Fremantle won't give them the same thing next week, but they've got a percentage boost. Carlton was shit, and Port Adelaide were very good. You just get uh, that kind of perfect storm a couple of times. Port's percentage so, is now better than Fremantle's, so it makes next week interesting. Let's just mention this one sentence, but West Coast kept their race alive with a win over Melbourne. Melbourne is shit, and we shouldn't talk about them. There are no bounds to Melbourne's shitness. No. I didn't watch a moment of that game. No, I didn't either. It was on at, it was on at the same time as Geelong Hawthorne. Who watched it apart from the unfortunate folks in Perth? Yeah, I just watched the highlights. And, um, and were, there were there any? Jack Darling made someone eat his shit. It lasted for a minute and a half on Fox Sports. <laughs> See, what, the only thing I took from that game I, is Melbourne's percentage dropped again, so they're getting close to St Kilda's now, ooh. and they can weasel their way into a priority pick if they finish on the bottom. Hang on, let's, that's the only that's, thing I'm praying that's for. Let's have, a, let's have a look at that. Hey, Penal, if you let Melbourne merge with you, you'll get a um, priority pick. <laughs> You don't need priority picks for success. You just need good youth development like Will Langford and Shields and Segler, those kind of guys. None of those guys were priority It's still 6.1%, and it's a fair gap. I don't think they made up half the gap this week, so it's going to require a serious beat, it, beat down. From it's going to get a pounding this north week. This week? North. At the Dome, they'll get pounded. And who is it? Uh, Ruth might flood Adelaide. I think St Kilda need to win to avoid the spoon. It would need a, yeah. around a 150-point uh, loss to Melbourne to for them to get the spoon. But so St Mel- Kilda basically need to win. We've talked way too much about Melbourne. Yeah, fuck them. Shit club. Rabble. Um, <laughs> we should laugh. It's true. They are terrible. Yeah, like merging with Hawthorne and just end it there. Yeah, um, I agree. The, the poofs were impressive against Next, Brisbane. no... Do not get this game. They look better. They look better. They actually look somewhat watchable now that they've got Valentine and Walters <laughs> yeah. doing their thing. I think this game. How many possessions did Rockliffe get? Oh, about forty in a. Well, we don't ones. care now he, that um. He's like the Hawkins of the midfield, bloody Rockliffe. Explain that analogy. Well, he's fat, he's fat and he lo- he's <laughs> and he's a ball hog, and you know. But Hawkins wins. I'll tell you games. what. Tell you what, Fremantle look exceptional. And Hawkins would never give him go. He'd take and go, he's mine. No, 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 no. <laughs> Fuck off on Hawkins, you can't. <laughs> in in, in Rockcliffe's defence, like, Rockcliffe at least got two inside 50s this week from his 40-odd possessions. Two more inside 50s than last week, so he's uh, listened to us and vowed to step up back into his game. Oh, thanks for listening, Rock. Fremantle look sensational. Right now, they are peaking. Fremantle look purple and shit. No, 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 no. They are the they are the goods. I'm with Teach on this. They could do some damage, and they could they do the first coming. week against the Colas. Yeah. They are you, coming I'm, up. Coming into this game, you would have thought no Fife, no Barlow, no Pavlich. You, gee, Brisbane are a real chance, but the way Frio just demolished them, I think they've got Frio a real, said fuck not given. They've got a real shot. Yeah, said, I agree. So how did St Kilda beat this team? Uh, r- r- they didn't. I don't know. I don't know. That's just some fucking weird anomaly. They, um, they the Lenny. Yeah, Lenny factor. Plugins no, just Lenny. jumped up and screamed at the thing. 
We won the umpiring. It was fair. We won. That's why. They won the free kick count by a bit that day too from memory. And finally, last game, the Colders versus the Dogs. The Colders did it pretty easy. Buddy had a bit of a day out, did he, Ant? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it looks like we're not going to make the eight this year. We, you know, miss out on percentage. To be honest, I was, I was out at I, I was out at a birthday, so I only got to watch, you know, look, look at it on my phone. I was seeing the like scores. Party. Yeah, I didn't go to the game. I was a bit of a fife this week. Um, I had a, a family event to go to, so I, I saw that we were down by seven goals in the first quarter and went, yeah, it's going to get ugly. Sydney yeah. did it in a canter, an absolute canter. But apparently, caught, according to the dogs board, they still got a, quite a few soft free kicks. Oh, well, of course they did, yes, yeah. Yeah. Are, are you surprised? It's the fucking AFL love child Sydney you're talking about. And apparently some old codger has said some not nasty words to Buddy. He mm. called him a filthy diver or something yeah. like that. Yeah, some, I mean... I mean it, he I must mean, have been reading what Sue said. It's okay if they say something else. So, you know, Sue's logic. I yeah. don't reckon he's going to go any good with uh, counselling at 70 years old. <laughs> he's... Uh, well, you got to think about it. Seventy years ago, they uh, could, could black people even vote. So he's coming from an era yeah. which was probably not very politically correct. What? What, what if he's no? It was, but when I first heard that, I thought it. it's very, it's very Same senile time. old man. It's something I'd expect from bombers. <laughs> <laughs> bombers ways it doesn't, doesn't <laughs> Except the bombers does his thing with women with really weird comments like that. Whereas <laughs> this guy's just a little bit got a blind spot on race. What if his so. therapist is yeah. black? Well, I mean, it doesn't make it right, but at the same time, at least they kicked him out. Yeah, it's just, I don't, as Ant said, I don't see how he's going to be re-educated at that age. It's a bit old. Leopard can't change its spots. Yeah, and he's probably already a bit spotty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anything else on that game? No. None at all. All right, let's move on to the talking points, and we will go with the first one, which is, well... This is a rumour, it came from noted dipshit Fog Dog, who, you know, normally we don't give a shit about what he's got to say, except to laugh at him, but since... He's the guy who um goes to the, what is it, the nerd conventions as Jabba the Hutt. But the guy knows just Fog Dog. <laughs> but yeah, but since the person in question runs with rumours all the time, and doesn't really check her facts, he, she just goes with anonymous forces. You got uh, forces, Fifey? Caro, Caro was apparently caught drink driving. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. How did that um, arc up? That was on Twitter or something, wasn't it? Is this yeah. on the back of the live twinning event did where we mentioned she was going the Listerine bottle? Yeah, maybe it, maybe it, maybe it was the Listerine bottle. She stole it from Robbo, and Robbo, Robbo's informed um, Fog Dog, as all the Essendon cultists do, <laughs> that Caro drove home after drinking the Listerine, and yeah, maybe that's it. That's silly. Or do we know? Is there any truth to truth of the fact, or is it just bullshit? Well, if if it was true, you'd think the New, News Limited would be all over it, since she's a Fairfax journal, and they seem to do tit for tat type crap. Mm, yeah, I, I think and John Anderson, just... I think, was outed in Fairfax, wasn't he? Mm. When he crashed into a fucking storefront. <laughs> it was just some shit made up by some delusional Essendon fan to try and deflect. Of the fact that their pathetic club is going to get reamed by Asada. Trying the James Heard um, method of flinging mud at anyone and seeing where it will stick. Might be Big Dog. The Big Dog, Robbo. Yeah, it might be Passing Big Dog. it on to the Flog Dog. Yeah. Who would win in a race between Franklin and Caro in a drag race? Uh, well, Buddy would oh, crash into cars along the way, so... Yeah, there'd be too many crashes. 
crashed a jeep. Or maybe then two could appear in an ad together, seeing, you know, Buddy drives a jeep and Caro's a Richmond supporter. Yes, I crashed a jeep. Yeah, yeah. Anything else on that? You're an ugly bulk arrow. They'll love you. Bosk. Bosk. Anyway, another thing that was interesting, the recruits been going on. To be honest, I'll admit, and I think teachers in the same bracket, if you'll admit it as well, I've been watching this. and Yeah, 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 I've been watching it. It's, I find it somewhat intriguing, but the fact is the recruit will get to pick their own club after the whole winner's announced. and Yeah. But don't, wonder... don't bother bidding, Melbourne. <laughs> You're but... not getting fucking picked. <laughs> Melbourne would take anyone though. This is this is the thing. It's out of who wants them, they get to choose from there. So. No, Melbourne only take first round draft picks to screw up. They don't screw up potentials. True. Seriously though, if you were in a situation where you were that guy, would you pick St Kilda or Melbourne on the fact that hey, I might get games here and you know get to play league football? I reckon the only the reason they would pick them if they were a diehard supporter. Or would you take the Collingwood or Hawthorne option where you might get developed but ultimately sit as a depth player? and maybe not play a game just because the talent is above you is that good. Is that... Well, the thing maybe is, not at Collingwood, thing but, is, you know, Hawthorne. The thing is, specific. the club that takes you, they don't actually give up any kind of a pick. The, no. the only thing they need to give up is a spot on their list. And not even that. So, it's a Category B rookie, and every club's allowed to, and most clubs don't have any. It's are basically they under, an so under the salary cap? No, all rookies are outside mean, the cap, except for match payments they may earn. So does that mean it's a player beyond the 42 on yes. the list? Yes. It's a rookie list. Oh, All rookie list players are beyond the 42. Why wouldn't you take them? Well, you've got to put because the development got... time into them, I guess. And there's only one. You've got to have X amount of rookies, though, isn't it? Or is it on top of the other rookies the, as These well? are extra rookies. You're allowed two of them. So if you've got two Irish players or two international players, you can't take them. Two, you know, if you've got an Irish player and in New um, Hawthorne... So if you draft two Melbourne player. players, could you keep them on, on the outside as, you know, as a potential, you know, coming from outside of football, no. <laughs> underdeveloped? Yeah. I reckon we, we could draft a couple of them, you know, Jack Watts on the um, international rookie list. It could be like, you know, the, um, you know, save the children type ads for, for only one rookie spot. Your team can save an underdeveloped footballer from Melbourne. Please. It'd be, be funny if they happened, that happened to Frawley and then instead of getting pick three, Melbourne lost him for nothing because it was just taking up that fucking shit kicker spot. Anyway, um, Dan, you had, a, you had a thought on this. You had a su- suggestion on what this actually means because we discussed it last year and it comes back to that, doesn't it? Oh, yes. Well, you know, I mean, this will only um, come about for the for the player to be if the if clubs offer up a, a rose for the player, a la like the, uh, the, the Bachelor. <laughs> he's, got, he's, got to, he's got to decide. It's, yeah. Yep. Do you accept this rose? I do. Kisses. Hugs. Welcome to the club. But yeah, it, it could be interesting just to see, yeah, where who wants them and whether they want to stay. You, would you, you'd hate to be the club that gets dissed by the state league football. Would would they say no if Melbourne were the only team to choose them? So would they basically, say, I'll take my chances in the sandfall. So can I? If I, I can go back to that. So the a club can say we want the player, yet he could still decide. You know what? I don't want to go to Melbourne. <laughs> but no, fuck that. I'm not theoretically he could. Yes. No, I, I, my, J, my day job as a garbologist, you know, I'd rather do that. I'd rather play for Peel Thunder. Of the guys who are left, there's only a couple that yes. um, are... Wait, wait a minute, Teach, you're telling me that they whittled down the numbers down to a couple towards the end? That's amazing. Oh, yes. How surprising. 
Um, Sorry. But, um, Go on. But Vossi cried it, last week too. There's so. only a really? couple of guys. Yeah, he, he did. He cried. Did yeah, he tip guys fair or something? Um, <laughs> I think they're 21 to 23 year old. And um, I reckon they're the only ones that could do it. There's a few ones who I are I reckon old. there's two. There's two, I reckon. That from They show you very little of what if, can... If, there is a, if there's a contestant who could be picked up but isn't the winner, do they have to go through the same sort of rules with the I, draft? I believe picks? they're in the same situation. Yes, they can be Category B rookies. Okay. And it looks like... And you reckon there'll be one or two that'll... that'll I, reckon, I reckon there's two that could potentially be drafted. There might be more, but there's two that look... From what they show you, which admittedly isn't much, I think, to keep the intrigue away from the spuds and the true chances, um, yeah. There's I saw one episode of it. Do they still have that chick on there that does basically nothing? <coughs> yeah. They yeah, do. but her part in the whole show is bullshit. Would you do it, Teach? Oh, of course he would. would. <laughs> He'd do Mrs. Boomer. His standards Let's... can only ever go up. <laughs> He'd that's, do Karen. That's true. Let's move on from this to, well, Geelong. Geelong, Geelong, Geelong. Not content with... Um, paying off the umpires with brown paper bags that Frank Costa fills What's with this? cash. What's, where's this come from? You you want a bigger team at the shithole next year. What? Yeah. Geelong want, Geelong want someone at the shithole who would actually, yeah, potentially Carlton or Richmond. We were there last year, so get fucked. Cunt. We go there every fucking year. Fuck you. Yeah, but you don't draw Shut crowds up, up here. You, you, you... Get 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 on the fucking train and get down there. I ain't getting there. No, I'm not going down there. Yeah. I've been down there enough too. I'm not Even Fafi wouldn't go there, and he goes to actually. He doesn't really go to games. So you get a point. <laughs> he goes to VFL games. Yeah. I don't care what you want. If Geelong get played at Punt Road, Fafi would go get to the game. Players, you, you stupid spastic. Get down there. Punt Road's got better facilities than that shit old out Geelong too. Just quite. Oh, Punt Road. Hunt Road is it just? It's a fucking shithole. There's pubs down. around it. Yeah, it's right next to the station too. Yeah. And if you park your yeah, car there, you know you can come back to it. You can catch a, a metro train there instead of a fucking V line. Use a park. Get down. Stadium ranking. You deserve to get down to your park and play the greatest team of all. I mean, just shut your fucking whinging. We will not support the Darren Lyon Stadium. All right. No. It's a shithole. Do not want to go. Send nothing to do with it. Send fucking Carlton. He's the mayor. Number one ticket holder. Mm. This is a town that only got fucking power switched on last year. Why would you want to go there? (laughs) They only did it so they could light up the stadium. They used to only only go to the aluminium smelter plant, but now they're closing that down. They went, all right, we'll give it to the rest of you. Lines will be dead within a fucking year, so shut up. And you just get on the train and get down to Geelong and enjoy your, your trip and enjoy your defeat. And, and don't cats. get assaulted if they win when the crime wave hits. Yep. Tape your butthole. Board up your hotel windows. Do we want to talk about Dean Cox? No. Uh, what's Dean Cox? Apparently Collingwood want him to stick around and be a playing coach. Why the hell would you want to do that? Yeah, because he's not very smart, is he? Don't know, but he's not very smart if he does. One thing that, one thing that we missed is the, um, the Q-stick retired today. What about his glove? Is that what about retired? the glove? Is that retired? That can go on a lap like Nick Maxwell. Yeah, Q-Stick went down. The grand final day, Maxwell and um, Q-Stick. The glove and Maxwell's glove have come out as a first game. I'll clap the glove. I'll clap the glove. He's better football than Maxwell, though. At least he played the ball instead of grass. Well, maybe he's a better leader than Swallow. Maybe he can do a lap in in another car that's retiring. Except you you can't point as well as Maxwell because he's got those bunk fingers. That's true. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like Billy Bowden style. Yeah, that's why he had the excuse of why he had to wear the gloves to, you know, so he could catch the ball. Maxwell did it. Maxwell did it so everyone could see where he was pointing clearly. 
Um, <laughs> that's, this is my pointing hand, and this one's my waving hand. Um, and this but, is the one I, I go to the toilet with. And <laughs> yeah, seriously, does does anyone think it's a good idea that Dean Cox plays on? Well, I mean, picking up Ben Hudson worked so well for Collingwood, so I can't see what will go wrong this time. I, I know, I know, Wits and Grundy are struggling, but really, like maybe they should have poached one of Hawthorne's ruckman. Maybe they shouldn't have delisted Segler. Oh, here we go, goo. Oh, goo. Um, was Segler a West Coast goo. player? Was he? No, Collingwood. He was. He was on the list for two years and then got delisted for. Got delisted from Collingwood. For the fucking clanging king of the AFL. Sean Maker's never played at Collingwood. You'll find uh, Grundy is the AFL's clanger king. Thank Only because Clangers got dropped. We would have won on the weekend. Yeah, both wear ponytails. Clanger Makers got dropped. If that's all on that, we will quickly do the Bay 13 Hall of Fame nominee for this week. And it is, well, you can't have a Hall of Fame in the Bay without acknowledging the worst of the worst in some cases. And in this case, it's the worst 200-game player of all time. Anthony, Anthony Rock. Not <laughs> Anthony Rocker. Anthony Rocker, the worst 200-game player of all time. And how do we know? Because... Vinny Vegas told us. Vinny Vegas, and he was still on mod at the time, which made it even more funny. Vinny Vegas. Yes. Especially when it was originally supposed to be Anthony Rock and Vinny <laughs> melted down. And well, this has been common knowledge on the bay for years. Years, yes. Even Not even Cozzy could displace him. Despite attempts, Cozzy could not displace him. And Anthony Rock was actually feeling pretty grateful about it because he was a bit of a Vandenberg. <laughs> Better player than Maxwell, that's for sure. And we'll move on to this week on the bay. And threat of the week, I think, was pretty damn clear. We had a vintage thread this week and Ants hinted at it a couple of times already. But... Take this one away. Well, it was the live simulcast of the the trial of the century. We had Boomer's defence. We had um, Robo. Fun. We had yeah had that you know, long-haired Frio guy. But really, the star they of the show was a mop Boomer. In a suit, didn't they? That was the word. Yeah, yeah. But what an enjoyable thread. Um, Reef described it so well. You could just picture <laughs> you could picture the events in your head. It just it just went off. And it also led to you know the account of that event is going to be used as evidence when Caro challenges her drink driving charge because we all know where she got the Listerine and Robbo's an accomplice. So well, according to this, she had the Listerine originally and Robbo stole it from her. Oh, okay. So he stole like he stole the Happy Meal from Paul Ruse on Ruse. that on three AFL three sixty. He just launched into that cheeseburger. He couldn't help himself. <laughs> no, he couldn't. But it was it was a it was a. It was like situation. a Hawthorne supporter with a biscuit, wasn't it? And <laughs> yeah, it was. And it was a good service from Reek to you know just inform all the North supporters about the Save Boomer campaign and what was happening. And and we got that. We got it trending on Twitter. It was it was a good campaign. I mean. Yeah. Flog of the week. Who do we who do we want for this? There are a few reasonable nominations. Bombers. He's making a late run. <laughs> Made a late run because he's he's got full retard in that Essendon supporters. Threat. So basically, he's um he's finally um had a, a moment of clarity, then got on the goo train of the <laughs> yeah Kool Aid. I don't know. He's like that seventy year old man racially abusing goods. He's just completely lost the plot. Maybe it was him. <laughs> he's, just, <laughs> he's basically um gone and lied on himself in that thread. He should take a good look at himself. Yeah, have, you, have you ever Googled the words go lie on yourself, <laughs> Bombers <No>. 2003? <laughs> There's a hat tip to all you Bay 13 boys and girls. Look, yeah, it's an Essence Supporters thread on, they say, the darndest things and Bombers has gone in there and just, you know, saved everyone the search and provided the quotes straight up, which was very kind of him. But And then quoted his own post and fucked up the quotes <laughs> as is uh, typical for him. 
Any other nominations? I want to nominate J.A. Senior for his incredible defense of Bartel. Seriously, he defended that? He was so adamant that there was nothing wrong and that he got a legitimate shove from then again, suckling. The, then again, Geelong supporters will um, um, defend Salwood mm. to the hilt as well. Yeah, but, so. Well, Kadinia Park oh. retired Jimmy, I think, as well. Quite a few others just jumped off and just said, no, it was disgusting. But there were one or two, and he was <laughs> he was the most notable who just defended Bartel to the hilt. It was very gooey. And, yeah, he's I he's got to get a dishonorable mention. From the from the moment that it happened, I just said it was just shit house and not happy with it because it was just piss poor, and I can't believe anyone would actually defend it. Yeah, well, that's what Geelong supporters are like, Teach. Um, yeah, if if even his own team supporter is turning on him, then I think he's a shoe in. Unless we want to give it to the uh, meltdown of the week. Oh yes, of course. And who was that? Wasn't Jack Revolt? though that was the intention. Yeah, I guess uh, our mate Amstaff uh, saw Rewalt having a bit of a meltdown on the field and then <laughs> managed to have ten it's times as big a meltdown on the bay. Sympathy melt. He does so What did he do? The old Amstaff. What did he do? He took down the prefix about half a dozen times. Amongst one of his standard melts. Which one? Ah, oh, the meltdown one. Meltdown prefix. He's like, whoa, mods don't like it when we change it. And it's like, ah, oh, the thread ban, yeah. But, um... Actually, talking about um, having ang- getting angry over changing threads, um, Tire Boys had a bit of a melt as well. What was that? Oh, yes, over the thread title, yes. Yeah, he and he went to the um, admin customer service board and complained about the Bay 13 mods. Yes, he did. Yeah. And I told Croat them to pull the heads in. <laughs> but yeah, who do we want? Do we want Bombers? Do we want Melt Staff? Or do we want Gaz Senior? I want to go Gaz Senior, because no one should be able to defend that Baltel weak piece of shit. At worst, you hide from it and try and ignore it and look the other way. You don't defend it. Yeah, you deflect, don't defend. So fucking Geelong flog, you are flog of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. No argument here. Unanimous. And just quickly on last week's poll, what is the real reason Boomer Harvey was suspended? Hashtag save Boomer. Uh, 6.7% said no reason. Piggins should get two weeks for staging. Uh, 3.3% said AFL wants an interstate team to get a home final. 16.7% said AFL didn't want Boomer to get to 400 games. Another North conspiracy. And I have to say, though, those three um, votes were actual North supporter quotes. Real quotes. <laughs> Essendon paid off the MRP in case they meet North in the finals, said 26.7, but the clear winner, and it wasn't even there at the first point, but 46.7% said Jack Watts is scared of change. He wasn't so scared of that change. No. You can basically say anything as a Jack Watts option and people will vote it. That's just the way But votes for Jack Watts will not be counted. They will not, except in every single fucking poll. Thanks to that, (laughs) just like the Anthony Rocker thing, it's great how these things take shape. First game of the week, Collingwood Hawthorne. Does anyone think Collingwood's a chance? Not You're a telling chance us we're a chance. No chance. Hawthorne by 10 goals. Yep, I'm on Hawks by about 8. Yeah, comfortable win. They'll just cruise through. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to tip Hawthorne. I was going to say Collingwood, but I'm tip Yeah, Hawthorne, Hawthorne by plenty. 80 points, maybe. Carlton versus Essendon's effectively a meaningless game. It can't really have any impact on anything except... Carlton's finishing position, I think they might. Maybe they could to... take each other out during the game. Yeah, they could. No, that's about it. Maybe Jared Waite will unleash some potential haymakers. But, yeah. Oh, oh no, he might be banned for the first six games of North season next year. <laughs> well, they're used to a senior players being banned from the first six games of the year. <laughs> that happens every year. <laughs> nah, Essendon, easy. Yeah, Essendon will win. It doesn't matter either way, though. Essendon. Yeah, fucking Essendon. Who gives a shit? It's a meaningless game. Mm. 
I don't care. You don't care? I don't care. <laughs> Ma- match of the round will determine... No, it's not. It's crap. It's Fremantle. They wear purple and they're shit. They're playing all right football and so oh. are Port, and Port will force them to play high-scoring football. And this one will determine fourth spot. Purple poofs. Yeah, I'm going to say the the purples. I'm on the poofs. I'm on Port's wagon. Go Port. <laughs> I also think Port will win. They're a good shot. Fremantle still have a lot of players out, so Port will win. And... The next game, Sydney versus Richmond. Sydney, easily. I think the Fife shop. won't go. <laughs> no, Fifey's going to go, and he's going to be on the bandwagon screaming because he thinks this is his chance to make the finals now. He's finally on the tiki train. He's going to ride it to the bitter end. Fifey has 800% confidence now. Yes. Jack Rewalt's going to kick a bag. He can all get fucked. I think uh, Richmond will win. They just have more to, more to play for, so they'll come out harder. Oh, I think I think you're going to lose, Fifey. I think you're destined for ninth. Tigers! Go, Tigers! Tigers will win. Jeez, you guys are all in fairyland. I jumped on the back <laughs> of the Tiki train this week, and I've been slowly making my way up to the front, and I'm going to drive this fucking thing home. We are going to kick... We're going to hit him in the head with Tiger Boy's tire wrench, and we're, oh, going, to, we're going to fuck him up because they're not ready to play. But he's going to go out on the Friday night. He's going to have his last bout of injunction before do, do, finals, do, do, do. and they're going to rest their players, and we're going to roll them on the big ground. And yes. we're going to sew up eighth. Oh, the Tigers. So it's taken until the um, last round of the year for Richmond Goo to spill out of Fifey's mouth. Yep. Exactly. You've been holding it in for a while. <laughs> 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 uh, we have to call him, I was calling him Blue Balls Fife off there. <laughs> <laughs> no, Richmond are going to do it. Go the Tigers. Come on. Just you wait if it happens. You think the Hawthorne Goo is significant. Just you wait if we win nine in a row to steal a final spot. Imagine if you win a fucking final, Jesus. If they win a final, they get to play, who was it, in the next week, and we could be in a prelim. (laughs) We were laughing about that, and you are telling me, oh, no, no, no one could say that, and now you're thinking it. I'm not thinking thinking further than the first week, but... um, You're 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 going to be like... More than one week at a time now, you're on the diggy train. You're going to be like... I am taking it one week at a time, I'm looking squarely at next week. But you're on the train now. It's it's no it's no stopping all stations. It's expressed. You're either gonna crash it's or burn. It's a weak one. But look, it's just one of those years. Every team who's at eighth spot had it in their hand to win. Have let go. And I reckon it would be interesting if the one team who's never had it, it's lined up so that we can lose it. I reckon it'd be interesting if we. Didn't but didn't hold you get eighth? The only team uh, that's not been there. Ah, uh, so what what happened last year? I thought you had eighth spot. We had fifth. Oh, you lost to the ninth spot team. Sorry. No. Essendon finished ninth. That's where they got placed. Moving on to North versus Melbourne. <laughs> so join in the bandwagon. Yeah, that, that wasn't, Teachers that wasn't on really the ball. This game's a nothing game as well. Melbourne probably won't lose by enough to finish bottom. North cannot go up or down. Uh, 100 points, North. At least 100 points. Melbourne. I'm going to consult the ladder predictor on that one. Will that be enough? Only a merger with Northam smash. Absolutely. Yeah, smash. if they merge with Hawthorne before the weekend, they might beat you. North will win by fucking heaps. Yeah, they basically can't catch them for percentage, St Kilda, unless they lose by 186 again. And St Kilda have to have a close losses, or... Yeah, which is just as unlikely. Is that everyone? I haven't tipped, but uh, it's North. Yeah, it's, Though it's it, would be, it would be... Absolutely priceless to see Melbourne get up and get that little bit of hope and fist pumping and and just a look on 
Brad's face and the melt on the North board. I would pay <laughs> want, to see that. One, we want one good North melt before the season's out. Admittedly, they will probably play Essendon first week, so if they lose that, we'll get a melt. But, uh, yeah, but I don't, Mel- I don't know what you're worried about. Melbourne are fucking shit. They're gonna get smashed. We're not. We're not worried. We just. We're talking about a what if hypotheticals. If by the gooey stupidest, stupidest miracle, and I'm saying yeah, really, really stupid. Is it a miracle or is that, it a nightmare? That Petrie kicks zero goals and Melbourne wins. Do North still say Trolling. six? Yes. Why are we still talking about this fucking yes, game? Yes, why are we? Geelong well, because... North won't fucking lose. It's a pointless hypothetical. Teach wants to get on to Geelong. That's very true. I'm with Peter. Geelong versus well, the Bryans. 100 points. <laughs> <laughs> you can go first then. Oh, Cats. Easy. Cats. At Darren Lyon Stadium. Yeah, Geelong will do this easily. I reckon Fife will catch a train to sh- shithole and Geelong will win. Teach. Um, oh, you finished, you fuckers? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, arsehole. Very narrow win to the Cats. Um, oh, turn it up. Yeah. Ten points or less. You're being modest, Teach. You're going to smash Brisbane. Yeah, the, I, oh, I, I agree. Since I haven't tipped, I'll just tell you, they're going to kick him in the head down at the shithole and these are the t- type of teams you get, Geelong. You get the fucking Bryans. You yeah. can play all interst- all eight interstate teams there from now on. How's that sound? Well, that's great. I love okay. it. Good, do that. But um, yeah, it's not going to be it's not going to be um, that easy. No, you'll smack them. Even with your concerning youth, you'll pad they'll pad their stats against the Bryans. Yeah, Elmer Fudd let sell it off at the tribunal too. It's probably the third match of the round third in line for match around. Gold Coast versus West Coast. Now, can Gold Coast still make the finals? Is no, there any mathematical chance? Is, they're, they're a game behind Collingwood and their percentage is just as bad. Okay. Who is this being played? Metricon. Metricon. They can. They can. Shape, they can shape the eight. And they can shape the nine as well. So, I'll, I'll go with the West Coast. So, if, if Richmond lose, which of these two teams needs to win? For, for Richmond to get to nice spot. Gold yeah. Coast. Oh, Suns. Yeah. Go to, go to Sorry, Mikey. Uh, I was going to tip Gold Coast anyway, West, so... Yeah, West Coast. Gold Coast are cooked, so I'll go with West Coast. I'm on Gold Coast, but it's irrelevant because we will win on the Saturday and these Sunday games won't mean a thing. Oh, yeah, he's ticky trained up. He thinks he's going to beat Sydney. Penal, you goo-chugging. Merger one. Everyone's tipping West Coast for this one, but I, I, I don't see it. I think Gold Coast will win. Oh, three of us have tipped Gold Coast. I, I mentioned the media. That's that's because oh. like yeah, well, we don't care what they think. Yeah. Penal, come on. We, aren't we good enough for you? Yeah, don't you care what we think? I, I'm. Uh, you guys have been going all, all about you know the. I'm hurt. Yeah, yeah this man. Is, this yeah. is this, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. this is a bit of a slight, dude. Taking yeah. this to heart, Penal. You fucking. You're saying our opinions are no good. Like I know I know Teach changes his tips on a whim, but what about the rest of us? That's exactly what I'm saying. You guys are smarter than the fucking media because you guys are tipping Gold Coast. The media are overwhelmingly tipping West Coast. They're no, fucking... no, don't try and suck up to us now. You would yeah, be... yeah, you've got no respect for us, you jugger. <laughs> but he wasn't mentioning you at all, Teach. <laughs> yeah, you don't, we don't care about you. You change your tips all the time. You go, oh, you got a tip in my comp. <laughs> anyway, let's move on from that game. Adelaide I don't even team. need to tip this week because I'm, I'm 10 points ahead. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. How many people are in your comp, Teach? Five. <laughs> Five? <laughs> yeah, and we all got to, everyone needs to fork up a hundred bucks. Geisen, uh, Darren Lyons, Suze. You have a twenty percent chance of winning your competition. <laughs> Five people. 
Actually, I've won the last three years in a row by... Yeah, how many people did they have in it? What? How many people were in those competitions when you won? It's just five of us every year. Oh, Teach, I enter competitions where there's like 100 people or 200 people. You winning your tipping competition is like getting Park Lane on one of the expansion clubs or the Carlton (laughs) Monopoly boards. I'll tell you what, I did one of of yours like you, you, Dan, because um, I'm ahead of everyone in the Herald Sun and the age, and um, I probably could have cleaned up for a couple of thousand bucks. Next so year, should... yeah, the problem is you, you'd log your tips early in the week and forget to change them. <laughs> Next year, the podcast, the podcast is having an official tipping competition. Yes, I agree. Right. And, right. and what you tip on, on this show on. has to be on the... On oh, your... Yeah, there's I no changes. That. Yes, I love that. That's awesome. Yes. It's a great idea. That's a fucking but, fantastic I mean, idea, tips, actually. Tips well, what if you're not on that week? No, you still have to tip. Yeah, you got to put the tips in. At least you get to tip get your tips in. You don't, have, you don't have to do your troll tips like how Pino no, tips. No, the, the, Everyone uh, plays Jill. So I do not fucking troll tip. Like, <laughs> I can go back over my actual fucking tipping comp. This is why I'm fucking second last in my tipping comp. I have actually tipped fucking everyone who plays Jill. And how many almost. people are in your, in your comp there, Pino? <laughs> I'm second last out of about 30. See, that, that's almost the same as, as winning in a five-person comp. So you're about on par with Teach. <laughs> no, no, no. Friday. Yeah. Three Friday weeks is 18 days. <laughs> Look at fucking Teach backpedal out of this one. You fucking Some Melbourne caps. Because I've, fucking, I've got all the cash, right? And I'm collecting it again this year. So fucking suck me, you cunts. <laughs> Adelaide St Kilda. Crows have a final spot for the taking if they make up enough percentage on West Coast and Richmond lose. St Kilda, well, it's Lenny Hayes' last game, but they don't want to lose that number one pick. They will finish bottom. Crows will win. Adelaide, yeah. Yeah, Crows will go all out to try and make up the percentage they need to finish eighth, so this could get ugly for the Saints. And to finish off the season, Bulldogs. Match of the round. Oh, another Sunday game for the Doggies. Yeah. Admittedly, this this one was scheduled after they were both... Ordinary. Yeah, as if it was going to matter anyway. Oh, this was literally literally the only game six weeks out that had no one in the running for finals in it. Uh, But uh, it wouldn't matter. Even if we were both one and two, they'd still put us there. No, they wouldn't. You you wouldn't play on Friday, that's for sure. But you wouldn't be playing. Has this been played? Oh, we've got to kick kick them in the fucking head to quote. You will kick them in the head. Bons and Pally once again to make the irresistible rising star case and win it this week. And Stringer will kick a bag and... And Callum Ward will cry that he, he left us. But then you're getting all Australian gig anyway. I'm on the dogs. Dogs. Bulldogs. Yeah, Bulldogs pretty easily. Yep. All right, so this was the podcast for the final round. Uh, I'll be joined by Ant. See you later. Penal. See ya. Dan. So Boomer's saying I'm not guilty. <laughs> and in his return from sickness, uh, probably a C performance from Teach. You're fucking Nazi, Dan. <laughs> Good and tug, Teach. C plus, Teach. C plus. Yeah, come on. you got to apply yourself, Teach. Mm. We need more. Apply me, you fucking idiots. You're okay, but you started going on about your tips and shit and, you know. And your, fo- your five-man five competition. Five-man tipping competition. <laughs> <laughs> And your unts and shits and thousand and all that. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Find me, you assholes.